good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Empowering Single Mom Podcast on today. Today is Tuesday. I hope y'all had an amazing, awesome Monday. But today is Tuesday, so today is Tuesday Talk. So today I'm going to get on here and ask y'all, have y'all ever felt like you was alone? Felt like you was going to give up? Felt like quitting? Just felt like, you know, you just sick of life. You just like, I'm just tired. Well, I have been there plenty of times and always have been there sometimes in my life. And sometimes I venture off to that. Um, But today I just want to give you some insight and some input and just give you some encouragement to inspire you that don't give up, don't quit, that you are not alone. You are not alone because God said he said he would never leave us nor forsake us. That means he left us somebody. Even though I know he died on the cross for our sins, I know that he died and he rose again means that he um, He sent his Holy Spirit to help us, to help be there with us so that we're not alone. Yes, I know family do you wrong. Friends might do you wrong, yo. Spouse might do you wrong. You feel like everything's all up against you. The world is coming after you. It seems like almost every day, every time, feel like you can't get nothing done or you can't do nothing right. And you feel like every time you try to do something, or you feel like you got your foot in the door, or you feel like, dang, I thought this was gonna work out, and all of a sudden the doors just keep shutting in your face, and you want to ask God why? Why, God? Why this keep happening to me? Why? You know, but then he don't answer. So you get the point where I'm about to give up. I'm tired. I feel like quitting. But in that moment, yes, you might feel like quitting. You might feel like I'm sick of this, whatever. But, but in that moment, you like I can't give up. Why? Because something's tugging at your heart. Something's inside of you telling you can't give up. Yes, I know it's hard. Yes, I know you feel like the whole world is against you. Yes, I feel like, oh, my God. Like, how, why is this happening to me? God, I don't understand this. How come I feel like this? I thought my foot was in the door. I thought this was going to be the door you was going to open for me. But yet, and still, you keep slamming the doors. God is saying, maybe it's not time for you yet. Maybe that's not the door I want you to have. Or maybe I want you to stay where you at just a little bit longer. But I don't want you to give up. I don't want you to walk in with a snotty attitude. I don't want you to be like, just tune everybody out. Don't want to be bothered with nobody. Yes, we all get to that place where we frustrated and we just like, I'm just done with life. I am so over it. Whatever the case may be. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Empowering Single Mom Podcast on today. Today is Tuesday. I hope y'all had an amazing, awesome Monday. Okay. Sorry about that, but um, you know how you feel like, you know, you just like, I'm just done with life. But there's always something tugging. I can tell you there have been times when I thought like I'm about to give up. I'm sick of this. Every time I try to walk through a door, every time I feel like it's nothing working out for me, or I just feel like this is some BS. You know how you feel? I'm saying like, Jesus, I know you see what I'm going through, but you ain't going to do nothing. You know, what you going to do? You, you just going to sit there and let me just suffer? And all God, God ain't saying a word. You telling him how you feel. And there's nothing wrong with telling God how you feel. There's nothing wrong with telling um, God, like, why is this door not open? What is it? What have I done? 
why you won't open the door for me so what is it you know there's nothing wrong with that i don't think there's nothing wrong with that. you want to ask why but i shall be asking why but then somebody said why would you question me if you trust him so then i said well because i want to know like i know he's not gonna tell me but at least he can say okay not right now or he can be like just be still wait on me whatever if he just this acknowledge just say something in those words okay god that way i feel more at peace about that way i feel like okay whew, god did he just told me to wait so i'm gonna wait but even that process we have even during that process we gotta wait we gotta be steadfast you gotta continue to pray you gotta continue to have a relationship with god. you just have to continue because i know it's hard i know it can be frustrating especially when you want something so bad and you feel like dying everybody else over there is progressing everybody else is doing this but i'm still stuck like you're stuck you're not stuck god is birthing something out of you and he just wants you to just stay there don't worry about what this person doing on the right this person doing on the left or the front or the back focus on me stop comparing yourself to this be who i called you to be so as i was doing that just thinking to myself okay god you want me to be who you called me to be? I need you to open up some doors. Because you already know my desire. You already know my passion is. Open up some doors so that way I can get myself into the door. That way I can get myself into certain places where I know I can grow. Where I know. Because now, I mean, I feel like I'm at a dead end job. I just got a job. I don't have a career, God. I just saying, like, God, I want a career. So... Just know that you're not alone. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Yes, there are times you like, I quit. You want to give up. You just like, I am so over this. <laughs> you know, we all get there. We get frustrated or whatever the case may be. But we can't stay there. You can have your moment. Talk to Jesus. Tell Jesus. Pour your heart out to God. Tell him how you feel. Like, God, this is some BS. I don't understand this. Like, why are you doing this to me? Do you really hate me that much? <laughs> Whatever the case may be. But you know, God will not hate you. But it's just, you know, you just have that moment. You just like, in that state, you're like, I don't know no more. No. That's how, that's where I'm at. Well, right now, I've been praying, fasting, telling God this, I want this door to open, this and that. I ask him why these doors keep closed. Ain't said a word. Okay, God. You know, whatever. I get mad sometimes. Like, you don't want to answer me. Whatever. You don't want to tell me why. But I keep pushing. I keep going. Like today, I just keep pushing and keep going. I got up. When I saw I talked to God and just asked him why. Pour my heart heart out to him. And to let him know my point of view and just sat there. And just thinking. Okay, God. So I said, okay. I'm going to try to get myself back into school because what I want to do, I want a career. What I want to do, and because I have a passion for it, and I want to be able to do this, how can I do this? Okay, I guess I'm, I don't have no money for my financial aid. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to trust God in this process. Meaning, like, God going to have to open up some doors for me to get into this whatever. He gave me an idea about making my grounding bag which i'm going to sell and probably put on my website or whatever this is like a grounding bag where i have made for mental health people that deal with anxiety and um i put stuff in here like for my grounding bag i have stuff that smell good gum mint and lavender where you wake up all your senses and it helps you to not over help your mind to focus on one thing 
and all that type of stuff. I learned this in therapy, so I thought it was a good idea to make my own grounded bag, and I'm going to start selling these bags for that, uh, for mental health, because I have a passion. I know what it's like. I've been there and still go through it time to time, but with the help of the Lord and my kids and my therapy, I can make it through. So, I'm going to read this. Um, God said he will never leave you nor forsake you. He said, fear not. He is the lover of your soul. You are the darling of his heart. Fear not. God's promise he will never leave you nor forsake you. The Lord himself goes before you and, and, and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. That's in Deuteronomy 31, 8. Um... Just before the time of his death, Moses, the great leader of of the nation of Israel, gave his valuable advice to the people of Israel in general. And then Moses called Joshua the successor and said above the verse, and all the present Israel, Deuteronomy 31, 8. We can read God promised that he would never leave us nor forsake you several times in the Bible. Why this? important why is this promise repeated several times in the bible again and again you and i should know this sell the truth in our heart people may leave us if i try to say people may leave us but you had to come okay that's why sometimes it's very hard for me to really open up to people and it's because they very judge they abandon you people may leave you listen i said people may leave you abandon you ridicule us they may place the human seal on you not usable anymore in addition say the advisory adversary the enemy of Christ believer will always try to seal you with those thoughts of fear and failure mean like somebody be like oh you can't do this or that's not for you you know, it's how, you, know you always have those people try to talk you out of different stuff oh you can't do this or this and that and you just let fear set in because I know I am I have let fear sit in. I don't do things like I used to. I don't, I have stopped enjoying life. Which I know I shouldn't, but I have because I saw, I let fear sit in. You know, I let fear feel like, oh, I can't, I feel like one day, there's some days I feel like I can, I can conquer the world. And there are days I'm scared, I'm fearful, like, I can't do this, God. I don't know if I'm, mm, sorry, I don't know if I'm, put up for this. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know. You know, I don't know if I can do this. I'm scared because I'm trying to do this and that. And it seems like it's not working. I don't know. I let fear set in. Let doubt set in. Let hope like I feel hopeless. Doubt and fear and like then my faith get unwavering. No. It's say um but God but not God. The lover of your soul becomes because you are the darling of his heart, your value is more than valuable. Value of the whole per Jesus in Mark 8 36. See, God is not man, he is God, and his character is not totally different from him. If he promised he would never leave you nor forsake you, that is fully trustful, 100% literally. People gonna be like, Girl, I'll be there for you, I got you, I'm praying for you, whatever. But God said, I'll be there. He's not like him, he's not like man. If he said, I'm gonna be there. <laughs> Jesus is going to be on the scene for everybody else be that trust and do believe he just saying that trust he said this is fully trustable 100% literally I will be there um, he will never he will never leave you nor forsake he is the lover of your soul 
you are his darling of his heart. You see, your value is more than value of wait, you see, there is more than the value of of the whole world whole world. Mark 8:36. God is not like man. He is good in his character and different, different from human. If he promised he'll never leave you, he will never forsake you. God fear is not promised. Not God fear is not surprised to God. Your fear is not surprised to God. He knew all about your life before he called you. So you know how sometimes we be like, I always mess up, and I God please forgive me. I'm always messing up. Like why God? Why do I keep doing it? God already knew you was gonna mess up. He knew you was gonna come to him and be like, God, I'm sick of this. He probably knew that you might be going through what you're doing, like. I knew. I feel like he knew that I probably be dealing with the depression, anxiety, stress, and work. He knew. He knew. But he's like, I'm with you, Felicia. I just want you to know that. I just need you to just grasp hold of that. I just need you to know that. So, excuse me. Um. He just needs you to know that he'll never leave you. Don't forsake you. He knew all about you before you was called. Meaning like before you was into your mother's womb. He knew all of this. Whatever you may be going through. He knew all about this. God promised to Jacob in Genesis 28, 15. Behold, I'm with you. And will keep you wherever you go. I will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I'm done what I promised. That means I will bring you to land. He would not. He would not be. He would not leave you until he done what he promised you. So whatever you and God promise, whatever God promised you, whatever He said He's gonna do for you, He's gonna do. But He said He's not gonna be done. He's not gonna leave you. I mean, like He's gonna be with you when you stressing, when you worry. He's gonna be with you when you high, when you're low. When you're middle, you just all over the place over here. Your faith is over here, and you over here just about to pull your hair out here. He's right there with you because he said, I will not leave you until I have done what I promise. See, God won't leave you. Hold on. God will not leave you nor forsake you at the time of your failures. Jacob. He's running away from his beloved mother, dearly loving mother and father. He's spending the night alone there in an open place, in his own bed and his pillow, back in sweet home. Now, now he's on a bare land with two stones as his pillow. He thought he's a failure. Why do I do all these things? Our appearance, he deceived his brother and grabbed all the blessings from his dad. He might think he's a total failure and no hope in front of him. He cannot face his brother because he will kill him. He is on the run to his uncle for protection. Right there, God appeared to him in a dream that gave his gave this promise that he will be with Jacob and keep him wherever he go and will bring him back safely to his land. 
Then Jesus said to Jacob, I will not leave you until I have done what I promise you. See, God had a promise for Jacob when even before his birth. And God quite, quite, God would not quit. God would not quite abandon or, or leave him in the midst of his problems. Therefore, you are a child of God. He will never leave you nor forsake you. The promise you will face may be self-caused or eternal. Cause either way, either way, the one who calls you will eternally call, um, call and purpose won't leave you nor abandon you until he finished all he has done for you, and he will call you. Um, he will call you. Let no one devise you regarding your call or gift. Do not. Do do you know your calling or gift or do you know your calling and gifts are? If people try to give you a hard time based on your past, leave the matter to to God. He will deal with the attitudes at the right time. <laughs> he will and he is good at his task because he knows God. He know because we know God hates parasite. I mean Pharisees' mindsets anyway. I know it's easy to say. And do not be bothered by people's attitudes towards you. But the Lord will reset you in his unique way. You move on to God's plan for your life. You not, you understand God's plan for your life. Um, you will understand God's plan for your life. The willing in the presence of the Holy Spirit is in you. One thing to remember is you should not leave God no matter what happened. You know how we get mad. You know how we get mad because something didn't happen. Or we get mad because God didn't open up this door. God didn't do this for us. It didn't work out this way. We get mad. I'm over God. I'm going to live my life how I want to. I'm done with God. I mean, like, every time I pray, every time I do this, God is never there. Don't leave God. No matter what happened, don't leave God. Many people think they are doing something horrible and there's no way back to God. There's no way back to God is impossible. They quite, they quite, I mean, they quite, they quit. Don't believe this. Why? This is a lie from Satan. Satan will use the bad times in your life and try to best convince, convince you that you are too bad or you have gone too far to get back to the Lord. Satan has his companion to speak against you and blame you from day and night. Yes, he will. Satan will do this. I am a living witness because I've been so much in my head to where I know how Satan does. He will tell you stuff. He will have you thinking that you are crazy. He will have you thinking like you. He's about to take you out. I've been. I've been in some situation where my anxiety thought I was about to just. I thought I was gonna die. It just. It was so bad to where I couldn't stay in my own house. I could not stay in there. I had to be around other people. I could not even stay in my own house by myself. Like if my kids went to school, I need to be somewhere in that vicinity, in that proximity where something had to make a run to get my kids. Whatever. It was just that bad. And when I say that, that devil is slick. Oh, he's slick. He gets right into your mind and that's all it takes. That's all it takes. Um... Say when you use these bad times in your life and try to best convince you that you are too bad or you have gone too far to get back with the Lord. Satan has his companion also to speak his to speak against you and blame you day and night. They will try to keep they will try to stop what God called you to do. But they they are they are the side of the accuser and the brother of the matter. 
many even the believers are deceived by satan in this matter it is it is too late or it's too bad no that is a lie you know how people say oh it's too late like me i was like oh it's too late for me to go back to school oh it's too late for me to try to push my business it's too late you know because i really have been doing the podcast oh it's too late you know it's too late for this i don't want to do it it's just too late they're nothing but the lie from satan nothing but the lie from the pits of hell um that's like god loves you no matter what because he called you his eternal call see your call is not bound by temple you can your call is eternal in the spirit of life he gave his gave his gave his his gifts and his calls mm. if people try people if people try to give you a hard time based on your past leave leave that matter to god yes leave that matter to god stick with the stick let no one deceive you in this matter stick with the lord if those are sin commit confess your sin to the lord and get back fellowship with the with god mean like you know you went out there and you did something stupid get back right with god say god forgive me for my sin blase blase i need to get back right with you start fellowship with god start talking to him start what whatever you have to do get back into god because bible say that in first john 117 we but if we walk in the light as him himself in the light we have fellowship with one another and the blood of jesus his son cleanses from all sins the Bible passage that promised God will never leave us nor forsake you. They will never leave you nor forsake you. And it also says, I'm going to say, read these scriptures. John 1 5, just as I've been with Moses, I will be with you. I never, I will not fail you nor forsake you. First Chronicles 28 20. Then David said to his son, Son, be strong and be encouraged. And well, be strong encourage and act do not fear nor be dismayed for the lord god for the lord god may god is with you he will never leave not, he will not he will not fail you nor forsake you until all the works of the works of all the works of the service of the lord is finished Isaiah 41 13 for i am the lord your god who upholds your right hand who's who says you do not fear i'm do not fear, I will help you. In John 14, 18, Jesus said, I will not leave you as an office. I will come to you. In Mark 18, 20, B, Jesus said, and behold, I am with you always, even to the end of ages. In Hebrews 13, 5, make sure you, that your character is free from the love of money, being content with what you have. For he himself said, I will never desert you, nor will I ever forsake you. Peter was convinced. He was a failure, but Jesus never lost his grips on him. You know how sometimes you feel like you're a failure, but Jesus said, I ain't going to lose grip on him. No, not this one. I'm not going to lose grip on him. You know, Peter betrayed him and everything, but God kept his grip on him. Peter was the main disciple of Jesus Christ, and he denied Jesus three times. He started cussing also at the night. Um... At the, where was I? at the night of betrayal of Jesus but Jesus never lost his grip on Peter though Peter tried to run away from him Peter thought he blew it all together I assume I assume shame was all over his face and he wouldn't go back to Jesus humanly it's too hard to go back after he blew it bad right however Jesus called him with the eternal purpose to feed the sheep not only Jesus appeared to all his disciples including Peter but he also made a special meeting with Peter on the beach of Sea of the 
T. I don't know that word. T. This is a record in John 21. And all and all very busy. Busy after death rest, after death burial restoration schedule in a brief time on earth. Jesus calls a special time with Peter. Peter to let him know for sure he loved loved Peter deeply and never abandoned him or left him. See, I said above, God is not a man in his character. If I would deny and curse my friend, friend, I wouldn't even go meet him or sure wouldn't even reinstate him to carry on my appointment or test. Not Jesus. Jesus called him out temporarily. Jesus called him with a ten- internal calling and purpose and granted him with gifts. Three times Jesus asked Peter the question, Do you love me? Each time <laughs> each time after this question, Jesus retaliate and remind Peter divine calling and purpose again feed the sheep <laughs> so when you feel like you have messed up that you just don't know like God I, I can't come back I done screwed up no you haven't God said he'll never leave you that means you be out there doing something with you God sitting right there in that chair whatever you may be doing that you know you don't want to do God is right there he sees everything Just know that he sees everything. Sees and know everything. So, God said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. And he won't. And I mean that because, you know, things I've been going with. And forgive me for crying because that just, uh, I just know that was the Holy Spirit letting me. I just couldn't hold my cry. Sorry, guys. Whatever. <laughs> My podcast sometimes get the best of me because it reminds me of where I've been and how far God brought me. I mean, I'm gonna tell you, tell y'all this little quick little snippet. As y'all know, um, I was was in Longview, living my best life. Never thought I would be homeless, staying in the in town suite with my kids for three and a half years. Then go to a shelter. I was down to nothing. I didn't have nothing. But God always made sure my kid, me and my kids had a roof over our head. It may not be what we wanted, but we had a roof over our head and we had a vehicle. So I lost everything in Longview. Had to come out here to Houston, stay with my aunt and uncle. Stayed with them for a year. Then I got my own place. From there, I was just working. I wasn't even working a job that I thought I would like. I just got a job because I said, okay, is with my kids schedule boom i just did that um stayed there then i lost it well i didn't lose the job i just could have kept switching me at that time i didn't have a car so i had to do uber and it was costing me more in uber than what i was doing so i was like okay so we was in this hotel i was mad depressed anxiety going all crazy just depressed every every which way you could but nobody knew because why I always had a smile on my face and still to this day nobody really know my story because I'm always smiling um then I went to the shelter mad I was mad at God because I was like how could I be in this situation not one in a million years that I thought I'd be homeless with my kids being in shelter with my kids what have I done so in those darkest days and those nights I had to come to realize I ain't got nobody but God Nobody but Jesus. Everybody in my family, so-called friends, like, oh, Felicia, we got you, whatever, whatever. Nobody was there but Jesus. And then I came to that conclusion. When I stayed, when I got to the 
part where I stand now. That Jesus is no Jesus gonna always be there. People gonna walk out on you, people gonna leave you, people gonna say, I got you. If you need me, call me. They always say that, but do they really be there for you? But God has always been there for me and my kids, and He have never left me. Yes, I deal with depression. Yes, I go through stuff. Yes, I still deal with depression and anxiety. Yes. That might be my handicap, and that might be something God gave me because he feel like she's a strong. And people tell me, oh, please, you are so strong. I don't see it. Don't know how, but through God, I guess I am strong. So I just want to give y'all that little spill. So so thank y'all, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to my podcast on today. I hope you have an amazing and awesome Tuesday. And just know, don't quit. Don't give up. Keep pushing. And just know that God said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. People will leave you. They will abandon you, but God said, I will not leave you nor forsake you. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have an amazing and awesome Tuesday. Be blessed.